Gun, gun, gun. Hey, welcome to Three Beards Podcast. My name is Craig, Austin, Chris, and our very special guest, Mr. Jeremy Davis from Make a Change Father and Son Podcast, Absolutely. MMA fighter, motivational speaker. I'm not sure if you got any other titles that I'm forgetting, sir. <laughs> you, you, pretty, you pretty much sealed the deal right there and there. Right? Well, welcome. Welcome to the program, man. It's an honor to have you on. Look, you know, look forward to since we had Martin Brown on and then, you know, we were talking to you a little bit. It just, that's kind of where it started off. It, it's, you know, it steamrolled pretty quick and here you are. Yeah, it was awesome. I, it was awesome. Just tuning into you guys, uh, especially when I seen uh, coach, Ch- coach Trey, AKA Smash Brown on, um, he's a character. So it was yeah. definitely <laughs> all over tuning in. <laughs> that was, it was fun, man. That was fun. So t- Tell everybody that may not know, but uh, a little about yourself. Um, now, are you based in the Tampa area as well, or where are you based out of? Yeah, so right now I'm in the uh, Tampa Bay area. Um, I was raised, well, mostly uh, I was in this area for about 15 years, 16 years. Um, raised in Pahokee, which is down south near Miami. Real small town. Um, at the time was raised by a single mom uh, at a very young age. And um, just needed to make a change for herself. Uh, I had a great support team uh, growing up. My grandpa was my idol and always will be. Uh, he was kind of like that old school badass, you know. Um, <laughs> it's like that person you always wanted to be. And uh, he pretty much ran our whole town. Um, I mean, the guy got away with uh, a lot of things uh, that a lot of people would be put to life for. And um so something just cool to pretty always look up to. And my granny as well. Um, both of them are, you know, out of my life now, but always with me in spirit. And uh, that that's where it's led me now to uh, be grateful for life and uh, obviously impacting the world now with the gift that I have of uh, being a motivational speaker, an inspirational speaker, and a person who has a story that's uh, going worldwide. Now, when you're with a motivational speaker, uh How's that work for you? I mean, are, is it something that somebody contacts you to bring you in, or is it just normal like you go to certain groups and work with them with that? I mean, just, tell us how, how you end up doing that with the motivational speaking. Yeah, so right now, like, uh, I'm doing a lot of mentoring. Uh, I just picked up a, a school in um, the West Chase area, but uh, pretty much I can I can come on just like this. I got influenced uh, through this, uh, through my mentor, Dr. Billy Osbrook. He's one of the top motivational speakers in the world. Uh, right now he's doing a 40 city tour and he's huge. Um, so it's pretty much kind of like following his footsteps. Uh, he's leading the way and uh, pretty much just going around the world, trying to tell my story and get those that uh, are, are, you know, battling something similar or going through something similar to let them know that they, there's more to their life. You know, there's more to life than what we actually think of as a normal nine to five or, you know, you're, you're paying bills and you're deceased type of thing. And, um, some of us have hit rock bottom and uh, don't really know what to do with life at that point. So we have to use tools and try to find our way out. And uh, pretty much I'm that voice now. And I, I want to be that voice uh, to let them know that they continue to move forward in their life and their journey because you only got one shot and uh, you want to make it the best life that you possibly can. Awesome. Awesome. How, uh, how do people reach you for that? I mean, is, is that on the podcast thing or is there another site that they need to go to to contact you about that? Yeah, so they can reach uh, my myself and my dad through the Make a Change Father and Son podcast. I'm setting up the website. Um, 
that obviously be coming up in the upcoming year right here in January as we hit. Um, obviously, through all my platforms, Jeremy Davis on uh, Facebook, uh, Make a Change Father and Son on uh, Facebook as well, and then Instagram, uh, Pretty Boy Davis MMA 145, and also the Make a Change Father and Son Instagram page. We'll be shooting to YouTube uh, the beginning of the year as well. Uh, so that'll be a big platform. That's probably one of our biggest goals uh, as we get set up for the 2020 time and um, just continue to impact the world and travel the world. That's our goal as we we um, right now we're impacting and mentoring uh, people all the way in Egypt and South Africa, wow. which is <laughs> which is probably one of the biggest blessings and biggest achievements in just a short amount of time. Uh, my dad and I obviously started this seven months ago and uh, have done so much in just seven months. You know, we have our first yeah. event up in the beginning of the year. So um, we've just set ourselves up for goals to obviously reach. And, um, you know, some people doubted us on this journey. And that's the fuel. That's the fire that lights us up to continue to move forward on this journey. So it's awesome. To, it's awesome just to see where we've come from to where we are today. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, later on, I mean, it would be fantastic to get your father on as well, you know, talk with you, just yeah. follow up. Yeah. Unfortunately, Be Live kind of limits us to four on screen. Right. So we would either have to figure out a way for, like, either you guys be in the same room or bring him on as a voice only. Oh, yeah, for sure. Is how, how we have to do it. So that, But that would be fantastic, especially, you know, after this, you know, see, getting feedback after your story is released. After, um, if I remember right, you're coming out with a book, correct? Yeah, so uh, hopefully I'm, I'm shooting for 2020, uh, mid-2020 to the end of 2020 to release my book. Um, it's something that, you know, I, as I started just writing, you know, uh, let me just pretty much go right into it pretty much, you know, and uh, I'll get into that book part. Um, you know, growing up, I was spoiled. You know, I had uh, I had the life, man. Uh, my dad, who raised me, um who it obviously is my stepdad, but, you know, at the time was my dad in my eyes, uh, someone who took me in and, uh, you know, brought me up as the, as the man I am. Um, you know, he worked for Microsoft. So pretty much I had that lifestyle. If I want something, I can have it type thing. Um, but coming from Pahokee and not having everything at, you know, fingertips, it was kind of like that fresh air. Um, you know, so then at that time we moved, um, to the like Largo Seminole area and, you know, had a, had a beautiful house and started a beautiful family. Um, and I ended up having, uh, one of my younger brothers, um, you know, it was that nice family that you had, you know, I, I ended up growing up having great friends and, uh, just, you know, always being, uh, uh, the, the center of entertainment, I would say, always wanting to, you know, goof off and have fun and just, just over on just having a great time with friends um, to shoot up to pretty much, uh, you know, MMA coming up to, you know, something that I love so much. I got bullied, uh, later on in, in, in school. Um, uh, I got, I remember when I got jumped, you know, when I got jumped after that point and I got robbed from my brand new bike and my brand and brand new chain, uh, at that point is when, um, I kind of knew I needed to do something. Uh, a lot of my friends fought at the time. So, a uh, man in a grocery store approached me. He's like, I've seen you on TV before. And I thought he was talking about my friend. And I was like, uh, you didn't see me, you know, and he was like, I, I seen you fight. And I was like, no, nah, I'm wrong guy, you know? And uh, so my buddy's like, man, I've been telling you, you should train. You should come train. So like three weeks later, four weeks later, I ended up going to his gym and uh, 
I was into MMA for about 13 years. Um, and just last year in uh, July, uh, in, a, in a fight here in Largo, um, I took a light knee to the chest. And um, at that point, I thought my life was over. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Damn. To this point, no, the doctor, I went to USF uh, Health Clinic, uh, one of the top heart doctors uh, in the area. And um, just to find out what was wrong with my heart, um, what happened, I, I, the, the feeling was... I don't even know, like if I, I didn't even exist anymore type of thing. Um, the knee was a very soft knee. No one even, I mean, I can post a video. It's, it's pretty soft. It's nothing crazy. Um, but the impact jolted me in a way where my heart kind of like fluttered and shut me down. And I just face planted. And, um, Damn. but the crazy thing is, is it was a two second thing. Um, once I realized the fight was over, uh, got to the dressing room and was just like kind of confused. And then my heart just got into like some weird convulsion type thing. Um, and I ended up just remember blocking out. Um, and then I woke up again and I'm in an ambulance. So uh, I, I'm, I'm all over the place within like an hour time frame uh, from the fight to the, the uh, Bayfront. And I, and I have no idea what's going on with me. I, I truly think I'm dying at this point. Like my life's coming to an end. Um, so end up going to USF health after all this and, you know, get on a heart rate monitor, do all that stress test, all that chaos, racking up all these bills. Um, three days later in a full big humongous car accident. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <Whoa. laughs> I ended up uh, suffering four bulging discs. And uh, at that point I'm like, yeah, well, my career I feel is over. Um, I mean, who knows what's going on with my heart. And now I got this humongous lawsuit that I'm going to be in. And, uh, I ended up, you know, losing my job because I was going after my job for workman's comp to, to cover and they wanted to battle me. So ended up going to war with them, lose my job. Mind you at this time, I'm getting ready to be, I'm going to be engaged into my ex fiance and, at this point, my mind's going crazy. I don't know what to do. Um, you know, I've racked up a lot of money fighting and uh, I'm lost. I, I'm, I mean, I'm lost at this point to, you know, try to make ends meet, you know, be this guy, you know, as men, we're, we're out here in this world as, you know, we're supposed to be this powerful, high armored individual that can conquer the world, you know? And um, at this point, I feel I'm failing. And I'm failing big time. Um, I lose connection with my mom, who's my best friend, um, who's beat cancer eight times. Um, God. I, uh, I stopped talking to her because the individual I was with was consuming my mind, um, pretty much taking over my life. And for the first time, I, I, I lost everything. I, I lost who I was and um, I went to a deep depression. Uh, at, at, during all this, I'm, I'm losing it, man. I, I'm, I have no idea what to do. Um, I end up finding a job uh, with a kickboxing gym that I now manage now and fully run. And, um, you know, at the time when I first started coming up on a year ago, I wasn't making what I make now. Um, so the girl I was with at the time, you know, we get engaged. And uh, it wasn't uh, 
the happy type of thing. You know, she wasn't the individual that was like, woo, like I'm engaged type of thing. And uh, it didn't hit me that I was being fooled um, until I obviously hit depression. Um, speeding things up through all that nonsense, uh, I get to a point where I'm alone now. Uh, she left me uh, because obviously I don't have the fight money. I don't have the job that's given me all the finances. Wow. You know, I'm not fighting no more. At this point, I've, I feel like I've hung up my career and uh, I go into depression and start drinking very, very heavy. Um, I mean, I, I got a, a bottle of rum for my birthday. I consumed that in like 10 hours. Um, yeah. And uh, at that point, I started getting into uh, wanting to take my own life. I felt like I lost my mom, uh, who's my best friend. I felt like she wasn't ever going to talk to me again. Um, I was too stubborn to reach out to her. And my biological dad, uh, who, who everybody sees now make a change, you know, we weren't even in talking. Um, I didn't care about him. I didn't care what he was doing. So at this point, I was alone, depressed, and suicidal. Um, so I attempted to take my life, and uh, I failed the first attempt of just really getting intoxicated and uh, looking up my dog's medicine um, to consume and overdosing and take my life. And uh, I failed. And uh, so when I failed, uh, my mom actually came to my house and, uh, you know, as I sent out, you know, that wonderful message of, you know, I, I'm sorry and forgive me and all that, that, you know, the pity party type thing, you know, because you, you, that's what you become. You become, you know, a little pity party where you want someone to feel bad for you. But the thing is, though, mental, mental illness and mental, you know, health is real. You know, those messages, you know, regardless of who's out there, you know, listening, you know, those messages that you may receive are real. You know, they, it may be that pity party. You know, it, it may be the sad little pity party that someone wants, but it's a thing that you must respond to. And I'm blessed that my mom came and, you know, pretty much saved my life. Um, from what I remember, I was just laid out pretty much just out cold and uh, she was there for me. And uh, that's the blessing that I, that I love to share is because um, I just told her probably, I think, three weeks ago, um, I was watching one of my old fights. And uh, man, it's like just hearing her in the background over this humongous crowd is a blessing. And it's the thing that I, ch I cherish the most is that she never left me. I just needed to wake up and uh, see that I had so many more blessings in front of me. And that woman was never going to turn her back on me. That's awesome. and, uh, and, you know, I, and I was willing to turn my back on her after, you know, during all this, she's battling cancer still. And I was like that son that I, I didn't care. I was going to be selfish and leave you and let you deal with your own problems and not be the support. And I, I didn't care about my brothers, none of that stuff. Um, wow. Yeah. So I overcame that. And, and at that point, um, of course it's not over. You know, I attempted to do it again uh, because I felt like I just wasn't getting out. And I, I was so far deep into it um, that at that point I, I was finding more ways to take my life and mentally preparing myself you know, and as I share on the Make a Change Following Some podcast, it's easy to take our life. It truly is. There's so many tools out there to take your life. It's unreal. Yeah. But that's the easy thing about life. And life isn't supposed to be easy. That's why yeah. we have so many, you know, trials and tribulations and, and obstacles, because we must overcome these things. 
And I just feel like that's the that's the thing that that I have blessed with within myself now is that I'm I've, I can call myself an overcomer. I can you know I, I just did a suicide prevention walk. We raised one hundred and like sixty thousand dollars, and we continue to reach out and help those that are suicidal, that are bound depression, anxiety, um, all that stuff because it's it's important. It's an important thing out there, and uh, we must continue to move forward. Now, I don't happen to have it right on the in front of me. I can look it up real quick. Does um, do you know the suicide prevention hotline number off the top of your head? Yeah, I don't, but I, I can definitely share it. I do have like, all the stuff here with me. Like yeah, that. Up, and like I said, that's one thing. But God, that is a dude, that is story. It's unreal. It, it's, it, just, it just gets to the point, you know, because throughout my MMA career, I was pleasing everybody. You know, I, I was doing it for everybody else. I was doing it for the fame. You know, it felt good. You know, you're going out. Oh man, what's up, man? You fought, you know, over the weekend. You, you know, that felt good to hear. You know. Um, you know, I, you know, I was on a streak, you know, I was undefeated when I took my first loss on national TV, but I fought a game opponent. Like we got fight of the night, you know, and after I fought him, my career was going up. Like I was getting phone calls from big names, CES. Uh, I was go- trying to get to Bellator as coach Trey fought for Bellator. Uh, so I was on, on a mission, you know, and I got one of the you know baddest striking coaches in the business, coach Jihad Winfield. And, and of course, coach Trey, um, just being ruthless. So I, I, I felt I had it all. And, uh, you know, like I tell, you know, told them, you know, I felt like I let them down, um, just through my, my selfish acts and, you know, never really given a hundred percent throughout my MMA career. And, um, I plan on making my return in 2020 as well. Uh, I just gotta, you know, make sure everything's in order. You know, I want to make sure my health is good, uh, mental state, of course, uh, you know, the business, you know, all those things are important to me, my family and, uh, and, and fighting, you know, will be there. So I look to make look to forward to making my return, though, and, and being with my coaches and, and my MMA family and going out there and making one more run for it. So what you're yeah. saying that you never gave your all. So you felt like you never gave your all in the ring. You felt like you just didn't demolish opponents. Yeah, like I, I've, I truly feel like um, like like I tell my family now um, I can't lose. And uh, it's not it's not about the cage. It's not about, you know, none of that, you know, wins and losses come. I just can't lose. I, I've already faced the biggest opponent. And that's myself. I, I, I overcame I overcame suicide. I, I attempted to take my life. So regardless of who's in front of me in, in an octagon, you can't beat me. You, you can't beat me. You won't beat me. I don't at the end of the day for the fans, you may beat me, but. In, in my mind and in my heart, you you can't beat me. You didn't win. You didn't. What'd you win? A little pat on the back, a little reward. You got a one in your win column. That's yeah. fantastic. But guess what? I overcame suicide. I overcame so many obstacles in my life from hitting rock bottom to where I am today. That I stand strong. I, I keep my head up high, and I and I'm bold with with my approach on the next obstacle. No, I think with that mind frame, you're gonna go straight to the top, man. Not just trying yeah, to gas you up, but like like champ said, champ say I was scared my first fight, but I just knocked him out. So yeah. you you feel like nobody can beat you. So you have that. So you're gonna give it your all, 110. percent I right. mean, so I believe you're gonna make it straight to the top. Now you're just gonna demolish opponents. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. That's that, and that's the and that's the mission is just to demolish life, and, and um, regardless of who gets in the way of it, 
to keep moving forward. And, uh, that, and that's what we have to do as individuals. You know, we have to co- continue to keep our head up high, continue to focus on our goals and our dreams. And, um, you know, life is a precious gift, man. And, and I think a lot of us take it for granted. You know, we're, we aren't guaranteed tomorrow as much as we've been taught that we, you know, we have tomorrow, you know, everybody listening now and, and, and fellas, we are not guaranteed tomorrow. We, we can go to sleep tonight and not wake up and be perfectly healthy. You know, and, and that's where I'm so blessed. And, and now, you know, I got my faith back. You know, I was never a really religious person. You know, I, I like bouncing in all religion. I think religion's, you know, pretty not, you know, it's no one's consistent with their religion um, in just my opinion. But, you know, I, I think, you know, your beliefs are your beliefs and, and you know, um, you just got to, you know, have faith in yourself that you can overcome these things and that um, you're never alone. You're never alone on your journey. Oh, I agree with you. Um, it's We talked about it even privately. We've never talked about it on air. I'm I'm one. I'm not a big fan of organized church. You're right. I, just, I don't like those crystal palaces. I don't like seeing all these giant, you know, just buildings. The pastor's walking around with gold Rolex, Armani yeah. suits. I'm like, how about we use that money and we feed if, um, feed that guy out on the corner that has no clothes that said, you know, let's get him help. Let's try to get him off those needles instead of buying that, you know, the Range Rover. You know, I, I don't know if you've seen that viral video that just came out, the congregation that beat up the pastor for rolling in <laughs> a Range Rover. <laughs> and I, yeah, it was, you know, you see those kind of things. That's where I agree because I've always been – you know, I don't, I don't care who you look at as your, I mean, it could be a spaghetti monster in space. It could be, you know, it could be some creature, you know, you I mean, it could be cheese. I mean, it's whatever religion you are. I believe the relationship is right here. That's the church. Yeah. I don't need to be in a building. I'm like, it's between me and who I believe is my creator. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And you know what? You made a good point there. It, you know, you see all these huge multi-million dollar buildings, you know, my mentor says it best, man. You don't need to go sit in no pew. You don't need to do none of that, man. The church is always in you. It's always in you. You don't have to sit at no multi-million dollar building to worship your creator. And, and you know, it, that's where I get into just like I, I can't listen to some people because they just get on this rant that they're hearing from, you know, a guy who's taking their money. And like you said perfectly, why are we not feeding these homeless people? Why are we not going out there and putting clothes in their backs? Yeah, I know they can get a job. I know that if they cleaned up their act, they can do this and do that. But um, are you going to hire them? What are you doing? You know, what are you doing to inspire them? You know, um, during Thanksgiving, I did. I went out and passed out. Uh, I think my mom and I did seven plates just randomly. She drove me around and I just passed out plates. And um, cool. it's just a little bit of things like that, you know, that made me feel good. I impacted one dude. And, man, I've never seen someone go so crazy over a hot plate. And that dude went nuts, man. And. That I told my mom right then and there. I, if if I only see him and we have rest of these six plates, by the time we drive down <laughs> my street, I'm giving him all these other plates. Because you know, it was a blessing, man. I've never seen he was he was so hype up as if it was like his last meal of life, man. He was pounding. He's like, yes, yes. He was yelling. I'm like, dang, man, that feels good. Like, and, it, and you know, a lot of people are like, you you videotaped it and posted it. I was like. Yeah, because you know what it is? It wasn't about me. It was about what we can do as a whole, man. We're in war every day. 
I mean, we're going. You, you flip on the channel, you know, the news, you see nothing but chaos. I don't know why. I don't understand why people have a problem with that. I've seen a lot of backlash from people posting videos of you helping somebody. It's not that we're helping that person for publicity. We're just helping no. that person because that's what we want to do. But it's it's. I get. I guess in a sense, it's letting people know the thing that we know we're gonna get every day. It's nothing big to us. You know, like we were just talking about earlier, we got three or four family houses to go to for Christmas or yes. New Year's. So we know we're going to get the black IPs, the gondolas, the, you know, so we know we're going to get them things. But this man don't know. He's got to go eat the homeless food at the shelter, the little sandwiches and stuff. But you gave him a hot plate. And you were just doing it just to videotape how people are excited about something that we get every day. And they're, they're like, oh, well, I know what some of the comments you probably got. Oh, why you're doing this to do this, to do that. No, I was just generally showing how happy somebody is to get just a hot plate that we get every day. Every day. Three times a day. You know, I mean, I just don't understand some people. I just, they just, they irk my nerves with that, you know, because you don't seem like you posted it for that aspect. No, nah, it but, was simply no. like what you said. You Every single day. Us as fellas right now, we can all stop podcasts right now, go to the microwave, throw in a hot plate, and bring it back and start enjoying it. Yeah. And, we're not, and we're not like, yes, we're nothing. We're just simply eating. Yeah, eat, eat. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the normal, turn- going, God, I have to eat this again. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> you think about that guy, it's like he doesn't have a freezer with 17 different choices where you go, yeah, yeah I don't feel like that today. No, no, no. Yeah, I. I didn't take that from the video at all. I mean, I have you ever seen the street magician that goes up to the guys in their cup, grabs a dollar bill, and just switches it and gives them a hundred? Oh shit, no. Yeah, he does. They use the street magic, and he'll do twenties and do stuff. He'll go in there, and you see, you see some of these guys. They're like, "This is all I have. Why? Why do you want this?" And he's like, "No, can I have that?" And they're they're so hesitant to give it to him. And that was when you told that story of the hot plate. That was the first thing that pops in my head. If you ever see it. The guys are just like something that most of us can look in our wallet and see a 20. You know, it's not this. I mean, was the biggest thing this guy's ever received. He's just, you know, he's beyond like, oh, my God, what can I do with this? Right. And yeah, I, I took I took all positives out of that video from you. I mean, I'm surprised people were negative on it. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. We have to go out there. And, and, and that's our mission here. Um you know, my mentors put it into me and, and I and my dad and I put it into everybody out there, man. You go out there and just impact one person, one person a day, man. That's all it takes. You know, we're out here and, you know, my girlfriend and I were talking and it's crazy. You get to that point where it's just because it's the holidays. You're so nice. You know, you're so nice, man. You got people being so nice. I'm like, oh, yeah, go ahead, dear. Go ahead. And it's like. Come on now. You just know it's Christmas Eve weekend or Christmas weekend. Society's a little holiday and you want to be nice to me. But come, you know, today you're a complete different person. So it's just it's crazy because it's important to impact those people. I love those people that are uh, so caught up in the ways of of um, what they've just grown up to be, you know, what, what the lifestyle. That's what me and Craig are talking about. Um, I think it was like Thursday or Friday. I just recently went back to um, to my girlfriend's church just to see what it's like, and it felt like a cult, you know. And even my youth group, I love my youth group to death, man. I was one of the leaders. But what bothered me the most is what the church was never cared for the youth. 
And they're always talking about the youth is, is the up-and-coming. We need to take care of them. They never gave us money that they received on Sundays to help out for our trips, youth mission trips. And they even started tearing down our mission, our buildings, our little mobiles. Mm-hmm. They started tearing them down, too. And I actually went back, like, last year, and they're gone. And I'm like, you guys never cared about the youth, man. And it's just it, – all you care about is yourselves. And yeah. we're the ones going out there trying to reach people, trying to do mission trips, all this kind of crap. Never care about us. I was like, it just doesn't make any sense. It, <laughs> Yeah, it just it feels like a cult, man. It, it wasn't fun to go back. So, and and like we said, and the church has to be within, and and you just got to make sure. You know, I mean, each and every day, you're just blessed to see the day. You know, and and that's why I took that's you know that's probably one of my biggest messages that I that I love to share is that I was willing to take this gift of life. You know, and, you know, we're guaranteed. You know, we're we're already born, but we're guaranteed to die. We just don't know when. Just don't know when. You know, I, that reminds me, too, when um, my mom just had surgery, so she's probably sleeping right now. But um, back way back when, you know, my mom and dad literally lost their job in the same week. My mom lost a Friday, Monday, and my dad lost a Friday. And then we won, they, run, they run, won a radio contest, and they got a jacket from, I think it was Trans-Serbian Orchestra. Mm-hmm. And then also, they were given 10 $100 bills to give out to random people. And I walked with them, and just to... To see the people's reactions, like, oh, my God, thank you so much. We went into the stores. We gave it to the people. You know, hey, buy this for your gift. And the kids, man, they were so excited. The parents yeah. were so excited to see. It was only 100 bucks, but to, to do that was amazing, man. That'd be, it, that'd be cool, actually. Yeah. Just to do I mean, we, we were broke. I mean, you know, we, my mom and dad lost their job, and we're giving money away. It felt nice to see people's reactions, like, thank you so much. It was great. Cool. We, we got to do that, too. And next year, we got to plan to do that. You got the motivational speaker thing down, man, because like I said, we we were talking earlier, and ne- next year, definitely, we want to do soup kitchen. Yeah, you know, we're doing uh, the, uh, everything. I definitely say the motivational speaker thing works. Definitely. <laughs> we, had a, we had a funny question. We had a funny question for you. Um, What is, you know, to lighten it up a little bit, what is it going to be like? When you get in the ring and you start whooping that opponent, are you going to try to motivate or speak him? <laughs> Your right ain't good enough, man. You gotta give me a little bit more, buddy. Just, just <laughs> cap out right now. Because you got the motivational speaker thing down, down, so I just want to see you in the ring talking to him. Like, buddy, hit me a little bit harder if you want it. Hey, man. What, what, you know, if it, once it's all said and done, man, it's, 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 it's simply this. Just keep fighting, keep moving forward, never give up, man. You know, some, you know, I've seen a lot of people come up from, uh, nothing in MMA and now they're, you know, they're on their way to the UFC or already in the UFC. You know, some guys that I've fought, it's like, you know, I beat them and it's like, dang, like, man, they're, they're, they're right there. You know, they're, they're getting the, the phone call. It's like, you know, it's your calling. And, you know, I, I love speaking. I love um, telling my story. I love, you know, tra- traveling and uh, I want to travel so much and, and be the voice, you know, uh, that suicide prevention walk, it did something to me that day because uh, we had to wear a bunch of beads. Uh, your colors, like for your family, if you lost a, like a, a, a partner, a mother or dad or brother, um, military, something like that. And then um, obviously, if you attempted to you know, take your own life, you raise your hand. And, um, you know, when I raised my hand and, and looked around, man, like you wouldn't believe it. Like you, it's like, you know, you're not alone. And it's there's like a lot more people than you think. Yeah, man, there's a lot of people battling, um, you know, mental, you know, health, and it's, it was just something that I had to take in. Like I, I, I wasn't alone, and um, 
you know, to, to go into MMA with the mindset that I have now of, I know I'm not alone now. Um, and I have, I have no one to please. I, I don't need no one's approval. Um, I just need to go in there and give my all my 120 beast mode. Um, I'm victorious regardless of, uh, if my hand goes up or if it stays down, uh, I'm victorious in life. And that's all that matters to me now. But I'm definitely ready to get in there and tear some <laughs> ass up, man. I'm ready just to put my hand oh, yeah. on somebody, man. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, I got savage, ruthless coaches, man. They're just, they're, they're, they're ruthless, man. And I know I'm looking to get Jihad on. I talked to my boy, um, Rick, and he says, Jihad, you know, he, he's going to talk to him and reach out to him. So you got to stay tuned for that episode. Yeah, hey. Hey, Jihad is a savage, bro. Yes. <laughs> he's a, he, he's a man, but I have to say, besides my coach, man, both of them, Coach Trey and Coach Jihad, man, they're, they're my brothers. They're my family. They're the most humble individuals, self-awareness uh, of, of who they are and um, their culture and it's amazing. They've taught me so much over uh, 15 years. And like I, I for as long as I'm here, I'll always be blessed and thankful for them, regardless if, it, you know, I fight for a long term or if it's just for a few fights. I'm always blessed for them. I love talking to them and I look forward to uh, getting back in there and, and uh, enjoying the good time. Yeah, I took one thing from Mark. Just make sure you got some fans that don't want to use you on fire stick. <laughs> so do you have any idea where you're trying to line up your next fight after you know are you have any idea where you're trying to line up it at um i'm gonna get with coach shahad uh, i just talked to him the other day um i'm probably gonna get with him the you know upcoming here in january uh see what are his schedules like because i my thing is man i, I if i come back i want to make sure i have my ducks in a row um like i said before i was if one coach was, you know, and Brandon and the other coach was working late, well, I wasn't driving to Brandon and I wasn't, you know, doing anything. I was going to stay home and make my own workouts and do this and do that. Um, but now I just I, I know where I need to be. And uh, if I'm going to come back and make this return and make this shot, I need to make sure that I go all in and, and have everything in, a, in order. So um, I'll get with Coach Jihad and Coach Trey this upcoming year and uh, we'll work something out and then um, – Hopefully, you know, three months in, get my conditioning and everything back into play and, and get having, you know, I just want to have fun. You know, I took it so serious because um, that's all I had was my fighting career. I wanted my mom to, you know, of course, beat cancer and uh, have the, you know, nice house, with the white picket fence and not work no more and put all this weight on my shoulders when um, all I needed to do is make sure I, um, I was level headed, number one. And uh, in good spirits and able to move forward in life. So I'm ready to do that now. And um, I'm ready just to showcase whatever may come. Now, with that Instagram handle, are you going to have to really fight a lot like this? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tear it up, man. It's crazy. Like, like, you know, it it goes back to having these crazy coaches. Like, you you know, you guys seen how, you know, charismatic Coach Trey is. Man, I broke my hand. Uh, We went and fought a dude in Texas, and I broke my hand. I was like, Coach, my hand's broke. He's like, well, I guess you better just go finish him. I was like, all right. All right, that easy. Went out there, threw the same hand, and, and even shattered it more and finished the fight. So. 
Uh, I just did a post car for a knockout and we went and got it. So, oh, that's, oh, that's, yeah, that's it's like, gonna be uh, fun. It's gonna be a fun thing. Just want to put your hand, put that hand behind your back, and just start swinging with the other one. <laughs> this is like an Iron Man. This is my Iron Man hand. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. So. You're a big sports fan too, you know. We hear oh, yeah. we talked. So this last weekend, you know, you know, we can get back to this stuff. I just want to bring it up before we get too late into it. So, what's your take over this weekend? It's we got oh, LSU. Man, LSU is is unstoppable. Yes. Hey, I'm working on my truck, right? And Craig messaged me on our on our little messenger group. He's like, um, what is it? Joe Burrow's putting on a clinic. I'm like, what do you mean? And I looked at it. I came in at halftime and it said seven touchdowns in the first half. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. He, he, and he, he, he just felt like throwing in a running touchdown there. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, I'm like, and, you know, and on that thing, I looked into it. I, I mean, you know, it's one of those you find stuff that you just forget about. He's a grad student at LSU. He yeah, already had a career at OSU. And I was like, I look at, I'm like, look at the stats from OSU, and then he comes here as a he comes here as a grad student to LSU, and he ends up becoming a Heisman, probably going to be the number one pick. Hey, oh, for sure. You're welcome. <laughs> look, UCF, you're welcome. We knocked some sense in your damn quarterback. They give us props for that. Hey, no, man, but, hey got, I tell you, I was a monster. I, I messaged Craig when I was going to bed. I said, I don't care. Ohio State's – I must have been drunk. I didn't drink last night. I said, Ohio State's winning it all. And I wake up halfway through my sleep and I look up and I'm like, oh, Clemson just won. Son of a bitch. What? Are you, what? Oh, man, they what got robbed. They got robbed, man. Just like Alabama got robbed when we played Auburn. Uh, they got robbed. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, – I, I said Ohio State all the way, but that, that didn't happen. Oh. But, damn it, man. Well, you got Michigan this weekend and um, we'll see. I mean, I don't see it being a big fight. Yeah, yeah, we do right there, right there at, uh, in Orlando. Yeah, they're practicing over in our indoor stadium. They, they they couldn't practice in the rain apparently, so they came to UCS indoor stadium. So we get a good welcome. Don't worry, they're Alabama. That's the I told him that's the only time UCF is going to ever see Alabama. <laughs> yeah. They'll never see Alabama. Well, hey, they, they see them they for had practice. To, they had to walk up right in front of our 2017 national championship sign. So listen, I, I, I gotta, we have to talk about that for a second. <laughs> Just a split second, because man, <laughs> the day I heard UCF fans and UCF players say, "Man, we can beat the SEC," I just, I no, I buried my head. <laughs> Last year, I say it, 2018, we had a, we could have made a good run. If we would have lost, that's fine. Give us a chance. And that's face? all we wanted. Give us a chance, man. But <laughs> he had the same face. Ironically, no. we didn't even look at each other. You see my face? I what he's saying is exactly the thing. I don't know if you can see behind me. See this University of Hawaii um, banner? Yeah. Yes. That was my when when they decided to take on Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. I'm like, we got this. We're gonna take these guys down. I hate Georgia. I hate them. I no, but that's the Georgia. thing. But that's <laughs> no offense to you, Craig, because I'm a, my second team is Hawaii. We played Georgia a couple years ago. We beat him. We beat Auburn. We almost lost. We lost to LSU. Almost beat him. We, we're a good team. Uh, Pat, but this year was, watching, I don't know, it was know. off, man. We got you know. Pat Cannon from British Columbia watching us. Thank you for watching, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate but, that. you know, Chris is an FSU fan, so, you know, we feel bad for him this year. No, 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 no. We're still, we're still in everybody recruits this year. 
everybody we'll wants to come play for Florida State. The, look at the stat. Look at look at who we just. Chris, do you even have a coach? We do got a coach. <laughs> hey, for the bowl game, we we, 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 we have Alabama. A, no, so look, we. We did that college or what was the Capital One Bowl Mania, and me and Craig got our asses handed to us, man. Because there's teams like Miami losing and stuff, right? Oh yeah. And I said, Craig, who'd you pick, FSU or ASU? He said, I picked FSU. I said, really? I said ASU beat Oregon, and FSU doesn't have a coach. They have three weeks to prepare a brand new coach with a team he doesn't use. No, no, it's not gonna happen. But Chris also says FSU is going 12 and 0 next year. Hey, I picked I picked Lots over Miami. Yeah. You got lucky with that one. Hey, Chris, I, I, I know, I know, man, listen, I know, <laughs> I know this is, this is all that plays at home. I understand. But 12 and oh, my friend. 12 and oh, my friend, with a new coach, a couple hey, times running. Well, it's fine. We let him do it, man, because he said they were going to go eight and four. And now he has the to. The only way they're going 12 and oh is if you get Winston back. Can they, can you do that? Ah, no. Winston's garbage. He, he's making Winston was the, like, hey, he, broke, he made history today. He was the first quarterback to throw 30, 30, 30. and 30 touchdowns. That's my dog, oh. man. That's my dude. They're going to sign him another year. Let's go, baby. I'm just so excited. No, hey, man. You got to go out with one. Hey, you got to go out with a bang. No. Hey, Chris can do all he wants because we'll bet him again. He said FSU will go 8 and 4. This year, now he has to put UCF in one head on the side of his head and Hawaii in the other. He's got to shave it in his head. He so, we'll see next year. Oh, we did talk about that last time. Yeah. No, I, I talked, you know, going back to Winston, too. I told my uncle, he's a season ticket holder for Tampa. And I said, dude, I talked talk to my buddies. I said, if they sign Winston again, I'm finding a new team. He's like, oh, Bray Arians isn't going to let him go. And I said, if, if he keeps Winston another year, we got a problem. There's yeah. some upper management issues because you he just spoke the first record. quarterback through 30 and 30. It's crazy. Yeah, for interceptions. You broke the record for interceptions. So I, I made the stat last week. We had a little off off episode. Um, Tom Brady had 220 interceptions in 20 years. Drew Brees had 250 interceptions in 20 years. Jameis Winston now has 180 in five years. Five years. And that's just unbelievable. And they want to sign him again. It, no, I, I don't want it. I, God, no, I, get I can't handle it. I really can't. <laughs> it's time to get ready. So stressful. You said it earlier. You know, it's going on right now. Beast mode. He's back. He's back. The Lynch. Is he playing? Uh, Is he doing good? Skittles. I know. I, I, haven't, um, I haven't had a chance. I was so into his story. I was like, it was one of those things. It's like, yeah, I, it's like, I don't even. I just even forgot that my team was even playing right now. I was just listening to his story. So I said I hadn't even looked at the score. I mean, for, for all I, it's what? 3-0, Seattle. It's on the Seattle 44. They're kicking the ball away. So. You know, they're talking Either about way, both uh, you're going to play. Brown coming back too. But obviously, I've heard mixed things. I heard he could play. And I heard the league wasn't going to let him play because of the investigation. I don't know if you guys have thought about this. I think something happened when he got that hit. I think he got. I think he got scrambled because he went. He went a little weird when he went to Oakland. Yeah, something happened. I, I just. I. It's like I don't think. You know, because the whole thing going on, they're still trying to figure out what's going on with the head injuries and stuff. I feel he got scrambled pretty good because um, remember, I can't remember what team it was that he got that. Remember that shot he took, that concussion. 
He took that major I shot. The Bucks. That's what we did. Trying to think, but but I know exactly what you're talking about. And um, Aaron Hernandez was diagnosed with it too. Mm-hmm. CTE. Yeah, I think so. It is just you know I don't I don't he may not have it, but something happened because you go from the Steelers, you're amazing talent. You go to the Raiders, you know, for the contract, and then you you throw all that away because you don't want to wear a helmet. Yeah. But it, you know, like like we said, the Patriots taking anybody, and when you get kicked from the Patriots, you did something wrong. So obviously, yeah. something happened where Bill Belichick's like, "Nah, I'm good." Take him. What happened, man? Yeah, it's yeah. Know, so dude, it's, the Patriots lost today too. I. Baltimore yeah. the Super Bowl. Huh? Baltimore all the way. Baltimore and um. The Saints. Saints. Yeah. The Cowboys are going to go watch the, way, the Saints man. at the Super Bowl. Baltimore and Saints. Oh, Super Bowl. Yeah, it's going to be Baltimore and Saints, man. Drew Brees. You know, I, I, I hate saying it because they're in my division. I don't know if they can make it to the, to the bowl. I mean, I really – you, you guys are in the playoffs, right? Even if you lose today, you're still oh, yeah. in Baltimore. Yeah, we're still in. But it's, it'll go from being up here to, I think – Yeah, down to, to wild card. So, yeah. yeah. So, it's kind of like you got to win to – I think if they win, I think they're the second seed, I believe. I believe. Who's number one? Packers? I think Packers uh, no. home field advantage, right? Um, pa- the number one is Saints. Oh, so they go home field advantage? Yeah, they, yeah. they won. They dominated. They needed to. <laughs> well, it's Carolina, so. It was just. What's up with the Browns, man? The Browns, are they lost today. They fired their head coach just before we started. Oh, really? What? Yeah. <laughs> I think, I, I think oh. the Cowboys got some firing going on, too. Oh, yeah, Garrett's done. But before I forget, I was going to say that when we were talking about Alabama, I let you guys just go on and bust on each other. I was going to ask you. Uh, I honestly believe that um, Harbaugh's job's on the line at this bowl game. Ooh. Oh yeah. I no. Oh, yeah. It, okay. He's playing. He's, he's, oh, no, he's, it, it is actually in yeah. the his, in the history of that rivalry. When have you ever seen Michigan allow four? Plus straight losses to the 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 arch rival, the O. You know, no, he's zero eight against Ohio State. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's that other coach has been fired for losing multiple ones. He has yet to beat them. I'm like, and if he gets destroyed by Alabama, I would not be surprised if he gets his walking papers. You think he would go somewhere else in the college? Oh yeah, somebody else will pick him up. Yeah, I mean, you'd have. You know, I mean, he's not going to get a top-tier program again. He'd probably have to drop down to, you know, somebody around, you know. I, I, hey, give it give it a couple of years. Willie Taggart will be out of a job again. He'll be heading to UCF. <laughs> oh, yeah. <fuck> you. <laughs> hey, he, he might. He actually might. Or <laughs> <laughs> he's going to Louisville. God. Yeah. Yeah, you know. maybe. Yeah, he could see this. Uh, yeah, I could, I could see that def- definitely. His system, he, he, like, I don't know, man. He just can't beat the O, man. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's not even, like it's even close. I mean, it's just – and that program does not like to lose to Ohio State. No. Uh-huh. And you don't like, lose to rivals, man. I mean, yeah, just – got to – He's still, still there, to be honest, you know, because of that. But, I mean, if you if Alabama beats him up, yeah, I can see him. I could see him definitely going. A um, couple comments. Uh, yeah, this is live. Um, I said we, we use Be Live as a service. Um, there's also thank, uh, 
where is the best venue in the Orlando area to catch MMA fights? Um, a good organization is uh, Combat Knights. They fight um, – where were they just at? It's, it's based out of Orlando, so uh, it's in that oh, – man, what is that center? You guys have like a big center in Orlando? There's an yeah, um, I mean, I'm sure there's a few venues, you know, like the smaller um, venues yeah. that take – I've only been here in the area for a little less than two years, so I don't I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, combat combat uh, nights they put on some great fights. Um, oh wow, okay. I'm trying to think about the last the last one. It, 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 they're always in Orlando. Uh, sometimes they're in um, ah man Fort Lauderdale, Pensacola. They travel, but they're based out of Orlando. Uh, Mitchell, uh, I don't know his last name. He used to fight Mitchell Chamel. Uh, he's the owner of it. Um, he used to fight, but man, they put on a great. They put on some great fights. Um, a lot of them dudes now are on their way to the UFC out of that organization. So, um, and that's based out of Orlando. So they definitely do a good job. Okay, we'll post that up once we find out the details. We'll look it up and yeah. Up. You got? I think I uh, Bare Knuckles is coming to Orlando after they go to Miami. I think. God damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I heard um, Littlefield Wrestling coming back to the barn. Oh man, I forgot what I was gonna say. Midget wrestling. Oh, oh. That's, a, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's coming back. That's what I heard. They're gonna bring it back. It's called Little People Wrestling back at the barn. Man, I, I know some people that are straight afraid of that. I mean, they freak out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I always joked around. It's like, I gotta take you to like that professional wrestling, especially if they got one of them dressed as a clown. I mean, that's you're gonna come out in the ring and he's just gonna take off running. <laughs> this is two of the greatest fears is is midget and a clown. And if you combine oh, those two, you're out of there. I mean, we've joked about getting him a stripper, you know, that's dressed as a clown, you know, like out of the cake. You know? Oh my, that would be priceless, man. Oh yeah. That'd be just, great. <laughs> I just running out the door. He goes screaming. Well, there goes his birthday. <laughs> yeah. <for real. laughs> man. No, this. So, um, what's the date again of your next upcoming fight? So, looking uh, hopefully middle of twenty twenty. Obviously, get back into uh, preparation and all that stuff um, here in the beginning of the year. Uh, get with my team and just uh, pretty much play it by ear. Um, ready to just really get after it. If I'm going to return, I want to just get right to it. Just there's no need of milking it or trying to. Um, you know, take some easy road or anything that just get right to it and uh, just go have fun. And and that's what I want to do. I just want to have fun. Um, I, I do miss it. You know, there is times where um, I think about all the good times and stuff like that. And I just miss being around my coaches and um, just the team, stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to doing that. But of course, uh, my family, my health, uh, the podcast, um, and of course, giving that powerful message is 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 more important at the moment. But uh, fighting is is something that I love to do, so it, it's up there with me. So, now who's um, who are you going through with your publishing for your book? Is it uh, going to be a self self publish? Yeah, I'm a self publish. That's that's the plan right now. Um, I've gotten a lot of feedback, uh, just like trying to get like a um, an author that or a writer that can. I give them pretty much what I want laid down and. It can uh, guarantee books being the best seller. 
Um, so I've seen a lot of people do that. And because uh, it, man, writing this book is is not easy. So um, I've, you know, there's times where I'll start writing and then I got to take like these breaks and just like really regroup. And I get to where I'm, I stop writing the book and I'm more writing like a journal. And it's like, ah, I'm getting frustrated and I got to like regroup myself. So um, I might work some things out and uh, just try to get it out there. But I'm ready to, uh, I'm ready for that to come. I think that's one thing that I'm I'm really looking forward to with in 2020 uh, is is, is uh, that book coming out. Do you have a potential release date yet on that, or is it still too soon to? Uh, it's it's kind of too soon, but it'd it'd be nice to to have it around my birthday, December 10th. Uh, I think okay. that that'd be something great for me to accomplish. Um, just, Jeremy Davidson's book's gonna be released in December. He said it right now. Yeah, so that that would be <laughs> cool. Hopefully, it happen, man. That'll be that'll be awesome. But he said it's, you know, it's, you know, I know a lot a lot of few people that you know, you know, they always talk about writing books. You've seen, a, you know, I know a few people have tried it, but that's one of the. It, it's pretty cool to get to talk to somebody that you know this is actually happening. I mean, yeah, it's, it's coming. I, I mean, yeah, I got uh, literally half of like a binder. That's just the book. It's the story, and, uh, you know, because it's it's impacting, and and you know, our our events coming up in in January, and uh, most of that book will be released. You know, just me speaking it, and um, I think I think that's what is uh, really important to me is that the story. You know, a lot of people get my story, and and don't really have to judge me now. You know, I, I always, always worried about people judging me. So of course I wanted you guys, everybody else to always uh, just accept me, you know, be happy with who I am and put on this fake, oh, yeah. fake shield. So now I don't care. I let people know exactly who I am and, and, and how it's going to be. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, so be it. It is pretty freeing when you can, when you can just, you know, you don't have to play a game. You yeah. Just- oh man, it, it's so free. It, it's such a relief. I mean, the burden's not on my shoulders no more. Um, and <laughs> I don't. And that's the blessing, man. I don't have all this weight on me. I don't. And I'm able, I'm free. I'm literally free. I'm, I'm unshackled. Oh. Yeah. It's you know, well, it's topics like some of the things you know we'll talk about. I'm a big believer. There are people in this world, you know, that are toxic. Oh, they're yeah. just, you know, it just, it doesn't matter, you know, just looking at them, they're like, oh, they look like pretty nice people. It's like, but when you get around them, I mean, you feel, you feel that energy just getting sucked away. I mean, oh. you're just, you're drained. And hearing that story about your ex, I mean, it sounds like it was one of those people. I mean, the, the term thrown out around, like, well, I think it's a psychic vampire, you know, just the ones that just, all they did is take, 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 take. There's never anything given to that person. Right. And, and I felt like, you know, going just a little bit on that as is I just had a, I always had a, I felt like I had a, I had to keep her happy, man. I had to, I had to keep her satisfied and pleasing. If I didn't, man, it wasn't good enough. And, you know, I, that's how I lost myself because now I'm not caring about myself. I'm not, you know, caring about my mom. Um, I was dealing with a narcissist. And uh, at the time, I didn't even know what that was. I didn't even, never even heard of it, but you know, obviously studying now and hitting rock bottom and overcoming all these things, man, I'm so observant. Um, the people that are around me now that they, they, they feel it. Uh, they're, they're changing their lives around. 
Um, and, and that's the blessing to see that, you know, my story has changed people's lives. And um, that's, I think that's a, a blessing. And, um, you know, like we talked about, I don't, I don't tell my story for someone to feel sorry for me because I'm not feeling sorry for myself. I just want someone, I know that someone's out there battling these demons, battling, you know, addiction, battling, you know, life today. Like right now, you know, suicide is the number one thing. Yeah, I was watching some of your videos, you know, and I, I've never even taken that. I mean, it's just, I can see why the motivational speaking thing is working for you because at no point even like this have I ever come away thinking, you know, it's like, man, you know, I don't. I don't. I've, I haven't felt sorry even when you were saying all the stuff that went through you. I, the first thing in my head was just like, it's an amazing story of overcoming. Yeah. He's, you know, just taking it's like hit after hit after hit, and you're still here. Like you can do it. Yeah. Look at me. You can do it. Yeah. Have you Have you ever went back to the monk since you left? You ever went back to Pokey since you left? Uh, I did. Uh, last year. Last year, uh, I, my grandpa's buried there, so I love going back and uh, okay, uh, trying to, uh, you know, and, and, and every day, man, I, I tell my mom, I, I, you know, I tell people that around me, you know, my grandpa, I have big shoes to fill, and I feel I have let him down, um, but I know that in due time, my breakthrough's coming where I will overcome these things. And I'll be able to put those big boots on and, and walk proudly uh, with his name. You know, I am uh, in my in the Davis family. I'm the only one who has went to college, uh, who's done pretty much. You know, I love my family. I love my Davis blood, uh, but who's overcome a lot of things in life and is still pushing forward um, in the right direction. They could actually use you in Pokey with your motivational speaker because it's depressing in the mall. Oh, yeah. I, love, I love the mall. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my wife from the mall. So we go down there and have a ball in Pokey. You know? Yeah, and, Bel and Belglade needs it. You know, Belglade's top in crime rate. Uh, yeah. it, it doesn't stop at all, man. It, it That whole area needs uh, a lot of help, and they need someone. Um, they need someone just to change around. But, you know, it – you know, even on the podcast on um, Make a Change, you know, it's very hard to, um, you know, like I love to say, you know, I'm not in the Gerber business because I'm not going to spoon feed you the word. Either you take it and apply it to your, your life if you if you choose to, or you can stay miserable. But don't blame me or my dad for uh, you not breaking through or overcoming your battle. It's That's a responsibility. So That's on you. giving that message, you know, you know, it's completely up to up to you. It's you versus you, and always will be, and forever will be. And I'm sure your grand your granddad's proud of it. Yeah. It's, it's, as you're saying that, I can just feel. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's up there looking down, say, you know, no, I'm proud. Yeah. It, it's a it's a it's a beautiful journey, man. You know, um, I mean, a lot of people who who hurt who hear just you know a little bit of the story like this are like, damn, man, like you know. I never thought you tried to take your life. Like my best friend, you know, he, he was like, holy shit. You know, like it's just crazy because, you know, I, I had it, man. I had life set for me. Um, my dad who raised me, he died at 40 years old. Um, and uh, we didn't, you know, I held, I held all this burden on my shoulders because we left on bad terms. And 
I, I didn't get to tell him sorry. I didn't get to ask for his forgiveness. You know, all this stuff was just building up on me that I was holding on for years and years and years. And, you know, my mom battling cancer. So I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to lose everything. So let me just take my life. It's the easy way out. And uh, they can just they'll be better off. And, you know, so I, I went on the journey of doing it. But I'm, yeah. I'm totally blessed now. Um, you know, I got to, I got to spend my 31st birthday with my family, my mom, which I didn't for my 30th. Uh, I didn't even see my mom for my 30th. Uh, I didn't care to see her. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, uh, and that's my best friend. Um, and so uh, um, we were just talking yesterday. That will never happen again. Uh, my mom is my my world. Uh, she's really what fuels me to continue to move forward in this journey. And um, I'm blessed to have my dad back in my life. Uh, we have a business, of course, with the Make a Change. Uh, that's going phenomenal. Uh, he's overcoming a lot of obstacles in his life. Uh, his story is remarkable. And, um, you know, we're just going to continue moving forward. And, you know, out there in life, anybody listening, man, continue to move forward in your life, your journey, because it's yours. Don't let no one tell you you can't do something. Overcome everything that steps in front of you. And keep your head high and keep moving forward. Have faith. And uh, I always like to say, you know, forgiveness first. Forgive yourself for anything you've ever done and then forgive those around you and you'll be able to set yourself free. Yeah. We need to bring your dad on too, man. Obviously, he's got a lot of stories to tell. we got to bring him yeah. on. That'd be great. Thank you so much, man, for speaking to the story. Yeah, man. It, it's an honor, man. I thank you guys for having me, man. This is, this is, this is, uh, this is, this is part of the journey and, and that's what I love doing, man. I, I love sharing the story. I love uh, what's to come. Uh, I wish you guys many of blessings with uh, Three Beards Podcast. Hope you guys take off and go to the top, and uh, we'll be able to to be up there together and uh, continue to grind and continue to find out everybody's story and impact the world. Yeah, I, just, I we talked about that a couple of days ago. It's just we started this in August, mm -hmm. and I, I mean, I didn't even think we would be where we're at right now. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm talking to some people that are in the MMA. I mean, we talk, yeah, maybe we'll be able to get maybe an interview. And then all of a sudden things just started happening. And like, you know, we're talking to Trey. And, you know, now we're talking to you. And just things have been just just going yeah. rolling that's along. And that's the blessing. Yeah. And that's the, that's the, that's where like I get the, like, you know, I get the chills. It's like, man, in just that short amount of time, think about it. I mean, you, you, you got it going, you got that vision. Um, and that's the imagination and you just put it out there and keep telling yourself, man, I'm going to talk to this person I'm, by this time, you know, and that's how, you know, like you're talking about now, just set these little goals. That's what I used to write. I write them on my, on my mirror in the bathroom. When I, we started to make a change seven months ago, I need 600 members by August. I need 800 by December. I need a thousand by 2020. And then here you are. Just I, I can't, it seems like, you know, just, you know, like, Hey, I'm just, you know, pumping up, but I mean, it is an honor having you on. I mean, I, I wouldn't even believe that we could have been in this spot. So, I mean, it's just, I can't even yeah. thank you enough for coming onto the program and just being willing to j talk to us jokers. Yeah. I, mean, it, it, it's, it's, I, I enjoy it. One, one reason why I enjoy three beers podcast, man, you guys, of course, talk about sports football being my favorite, um, of course, college over NFL because I feel college is just more, way more exciting. Uh, obviously, they're being, more, they're more motivated. Yeah, man, they, they go out there every Saturday or, or Thursday and they're and they're ready to get it in. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, 
I enjoy Three Beards podcast because of that. Uh, also, you know, of course, beards as I'm working on mine. I went to the first night and he shaved my beard off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nick, me. Oh, my God, dude. That's the word. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, we'll start over. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm subscribed with Beard Club. So I was like putting all my oil in. I'm in here guzzling my face with oil trying to get this shit back. And uh, as, long, as long as you don't do the fake beard, the weed beard, we good. You know yeah, uh, uh, I just got to, the only thing that I have to do, I have to color some of these grays sometimes. <laughs> I'm just letting mine go everywhere. Mine don't cooperate. I got a bunch of gray. They don't cooperate. <laughs> I got I got these grays out, man. So I throw a little color in there every now and then. Yeah, we talked we talked about this uh, last week, but it was the same thing. It's ever since I saw this video of a guy shaving it down and then putting the glue on and then slapping that felt piece on, you have this huge beard and you're shaving it down, trimming it up to where it's like this perfect beard. Ever since then. Every time I see a beard, I'm like, that's fake. Hey, hey, Jeremy. I, 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 can't, I can't help it now. I'm like, you look at Chris's beard, you look at mine, you look at Austin's, you look at yours, you know, you can tell it's not perfect. And then I see these guys with the perfect line, this perfectly edged thing, everything's uniform. I'm like, that's totally fake. He glued that hey, on his face. Jeremy. Go ahead. We, we talk sports on Sundays, right? And we talk uh, on Wednesdays, conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Our biggest conspiracy theory now is is James Harden's beard real? We can't. We're gonna figure it out because his beard Ooh. is too perfect. Oh, what? <laughs> that, that that thing is way too perfect. Yeah. After seeing that, <laughs> I mean, there's even a picture. I'll see if I can find it too. But is this one? You know, the question was, you know, you're out of date with a guy and his beard starts to fall off. What do you do? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, you reach over and you rip that thing off and you say, if you can't grow it, don't even try. Man. <laughs> Oh man! Stolen valor, sir. Stolen valor. Who would have thought that? Man. Who would have thought that? And nowadays, you gotta wonder if a man's that's real. I have to. I have to say that. that that's up there, man. <laughs> after seeing, after seeing videos, you're like, oh. I know. I, don't know. I didn't even know that was a thing. Gluing the stuff on there and then trimming it up, and then like you said, <laughs> then you see stuff like Harden, and you're like, I don't know. Wait a second. Um, <laughs> Okay. It's like the I eyelash thing. thing. It's like the <laughs> eyelash thing. Maybe you walk around here like, look, look, like little spiders. <laughs> okay, you, like, you think your eyelashes could get any longer? You're trying to kiss them and they're tickling their face. I'm glad my wife doesn't like that. So but it's like it's touching my face. Oh, shit. Hey, I say from now on, all you do is go grab the beer. Just go grab it. See if it comes Tug. We we do we can start a comedy show like that. Run around by run around people and just like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, hey, it will all be locked up. It's okay. We'll get <laughs> it's okay. So some poor guy's got the girl thinking he's just got this immaculate beard. We're gonna do that. We're gonna end up ripping off. It's gonna be flapping down here off his cheek. <laughs> oh dude, I would go nuts if I saw some dude's beard just flap down. I would go nuts. Yeah, once you, you, you see it, I'll, I'll find that video and I'll send it to you so you can oh see it. Yeah. But once you see the process, like I told Chris, I don't believe half the beards I see now. I look at them and I'm like, I don't think that's real. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fake one. Probably. Yeah, I nice. You know, so it's one of those, 
and some of the ones like I see it on, they're talking about the product they use. I'm like, why do you have to use product? It's astroturf. It's, it's like watering it's like, astroturf. It's like you know, I'm wearing a wig and I've got to use shampoo. This certain type of shit. Why? Just take it off. Throw it in the washing machine. They do it all day, all at night. This comes off and this comes off. Yeah, you don't need Pantera. Just throw it in there with some soap. You're good. So you're, so your beard mannequin is your beard mannequin is sitting right next to her wig mannequin. You're like, <laughs> hey. Right now, we gotta start. We gotta start making three beards, mannequins. We can start a great tournament. Oh my! <laughs> Next to you, we gotta <laughs> wake up in the morning, rub the glue on. Hey, you're set. All right, ready for the day. Hey, you've you're got to be late for work. Oh, shit, God damn it! <laughs> Itchy. Yeah, start. Flying <laughs> Elmer's on there during the day to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! But for those of us with real beards, we use rock beard there. Yeah, we're following them. That's yeah, it's some good stuff. Yes, it's. We got on. Um, luckily, it was a cool story. Uh, Austin just ran, just through fate. He just happened to be at the farmers market. Oh, nice! Standing oh, there with this um, guy Kelly brought. And it was one of those, they kind of both like, hey, I think I need to talk to that guy. And the, he's yeah. like, he's like, man, I was hoping you were going to come over and talk to me. And now he's our sponsor. Yeah, he's cool, man. He's really cool. Nice. Yeah. So it's really good stuff. Uh, all natural. It's made in Winter Garden, Florida. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, we started using, you know, key lime, apple butter. Those are my favorite ones. It's, you know, avocado oil um, just for the... The beard wash. I mean, it's, a, so, it's, it's really well. He did post that he has Island Breeze left. Mm-hmm. Don't buy it because I need to buy some this week. So if you guys buy out, I'm gonna be really mad. <laughs> that's my favorite, and he's only made 20 bottles left. And he's so not gonna make anymore. It's a challenge, everybody. Buy That's all. He's got 20 bottles left. I was like, God. He's like, I got 20 left. That's it. I'm like, going to buy. I'm going to buy all 20 and sell sell it to you for a markup. I got a yeah, markup. Double there price. You <laughs> There you go. It's like a Jordan shoe. You're gonna go buy it out. <laughs> You're like, I wanted those shoes. Well, five hundred bucks, man. You can have fair. <laughs> but you just bought them for yeah, two fifty. Uh, I know. And there's none left. I'm gonna buy it from Chris and Kelly's like, hey, try this new one. It's really close to Island Breeze. All right, screw you, Chris. <laughs> I go back over here. Then I'm stuck with twenty bottles. <laughs> twenty bottles. Uh, of <laughs> yeah, so. But no, sir. Yeah. Thank you again so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me, viewers. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure you guys continue to support the Three Beer Podcast. Gentlemen, I appreciate you having me. Uh, We got an event coming up for the Make a Change Father and Son Podcast, January 11th. Uh, It's in Safety Harbor at Felipe Park. Um, It's open to the public free event, first free event. Um, Looking to impact people, tell our story, uh, the meet and greet. Um, Our clothing line will drop that day. Um, nice. so we're, we're on the rise and, uh, again, man, I appreciate you guys, uh, having me on and, uh, letting no. me uh, bits and pieces of my story. Yeah. You're yes. most welcome. Yeah. Most welcome. Make sure you inbox us that information if you get a chance. Uh, yeah. Um, so we can try to make it down here. It's in the Bay area. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's probably from Orlando, probably about an hour and, and 30 minutes, maybe. Just let yep. us know. We'll try to put um, plan accordingly so we can make it down there and support you on your um, clothing line. Okay, line we'll try to get down there. Absolutely. That'd be awesome. I'd greatly appreciate it, of course. 
And as I always say with each and every podcast, man, it starts with you and it ends with you. As my wonderful dad says, keep on keeping on. Awesome. awesome. Thank you, man. But yeah, thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. Okay. Take care. God, that was an amazing bit. It was an amazing one. It was cool. It was yeah. talk to him, man. I was excited to talk to him. Yep. And you see the number right below, Nanny Cakes. Four seven nine two three two eight nine eight. She's a little bit behind right now because of the knee being out of commission. So give her give her about a week and a half to you know get get back back at it. Yeah, but I said definitely. um, Looking forward to possibly a piece of cake tomorrow from. There you go. Right over here. (laughs) I know she's making my son's birthday cake too. I know he's excited. So awesome. She's always making great cakes, man. Cupcakes, cookies, uh, not cookies. I'm sorry, I keep saying that. It's just cupcakes and cakes, um, but it's so good. Oh my god, man, she's making a bunch of wedding cakes. She got a wedding coming up in January. Delicious, man. She makes everything you want, and she orders like if you want. Like my son's having Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear cake. She'll buy. She'll go out and buy um, figures and whatever you want, man. Whatever you want, she'll make it. She'll find a way to get it. So always talk to her at the number. Check her out on Facebook. Um, Nancy Cakes, Nancy Burke, and then Instagram is nancy.b.burke. She has all her cakes up there all the time. So, so we're going to have this. Um, give it just a little while. We're going to try to get up there. Um, we'll get the description and everything up to Matt, but we'll have this up on YouTube. Um, guys, take a chance. You know, any, Anybody that's watching this, please go support them. Um, and if you haven't gone to that Father and Son Make a Change podcast, that's cool. You guys got to go there. It's, you know, like I said, it's Make a Change, Father and Son Podcast. It's on Facebook. It's on, Go there, support support them. They're, it's really amazing. You know, same thing, you know, for all of our stuff, threebeardspodcast.com. Uh, we're threebeardspodcast. We're on YouTube. We're on all major platforms uh, except for iHeartRadio. We're still waiting on that one. You know, check, like those things, share them, give us reviews, on, especially on iTunes. That really helps, um, you know, help us out. You know, we can start getting more interviews like like this as people realize that we're out there and they actually like the product. I mean, that's, you know, as you, as you heard him, he checked it out. And now, you know, that'll open up avenues for us around there. So we really appreciate anybody that's watching. Just please share it, like it. Just help us get our name out. And yeah, gentlemen, sure. awesome interview. That was, that was great. It's the final episode of this year. I know. I know. Yay. So we'll hit him. Well, not not the next episode. We're going to be talking about simulation theory. Are we in the matrix? Wednesday. The green the green letters start coming down. Yeah, yeah exactly. So that, that'll, that'll be that'll be kind of a fun one, and then we'll try to you know figure out from there. But gentlemen, I know we got we got a good one lined up the week after, so we got a good Keith coming uh, back on for us. Possibly, yep. So we'll. All right, gentlemen. We'll talk about it. All right. See you. Have a good night.